0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your hosts, and I am accompanied by all my co-hosts, my friends. We're back. It's it's after the holidays. It's so good to be back. I've missed you all, and uh, uh, I'm ready to ready to jump back into this. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ready to stroll into this as Seth requested.
1: Jumping just sounds so exhausting. Real, real, real smooth, like smooth, like jazz. Have,
2: this is such good radio,
3: <laughs> and it's incredible radio.
0: Oh, how's everybody
4: doing? How was y'all's holidays?
3: I mean, like extremely busy, but also very good.
4: Got to spend time with family.
1: Gross. Mm-hmm. I uh, managed to. Drive through Minnesota in the dark and miss the six deer that were driving or not driving, but walking across the interstate.
0: Wow, there's wow, I... driving deer's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah.
1: It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird and treacherous place.
4: <laughs> How small is it compared to regular soda? Oh my gosh. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> it's mini, but it packs a punch.
0: Uh, we had a pretty good Christmas too. Pretty much good. Well, holidays. Awesome. Just from, all from from. Uh, before Christmas to to afterwards, so yeah.
3: Well, I mean, we've had uh, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's Day, we've had Epiphany, we've yeah, had exactly old Christmas.
1: going I was say, depend, the... depending on whether you're Orthodox or not, you could affect Christmas twice.
3: Yeah, it's true. You could,
0: or f- from the real deep Appalachian culture. Yeah, mountain Christmas. Yeah, Mount Old Christmas.
1: Wait, you. The Appalachians do like the Orthodox Christmas, and
0: yeah, they they huh? celebrate I old mean, Christmas if certain yeah. deep pockets of Appalachian. Yeah, are, it's really yeah. interesting.
3: Yeah,
1: that's weird.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, no disrespect, but that's weird. No, but it it, it is unusual. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there's no no doubt in that.
0: Yeah, some people still talk about it today. They're like, "Hey, remember old Christmas? when you to celebrate it on this day." Like, yeah. Some people mm-hmm. still do. We still do. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. An old Christmas. It's all basically why is it called on. Old Christmas? Like, I don't know. Uh, from my understanding, it was they. It was cr- when they celebrated Christmas until like the new calendar that we have. Like, was what, what is the calendar we have now? What's it called? Um, the Gregorian Julian, calendar. Yeah. yeah, the Gregorian oh, yeah. calendar. So apparently, it yeah. lined up with the Julian calendar. So, when yeah. changed, so they were old. They
1: were
3: old calendarists. Yeah. 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 They were like,
1: we don't like that fancy
0: new calendar. We're going to keep Christmas on this day. Oh, Christmas. It was wild. So Now, now I, think, I am. I think that's of, how it went. Don't don't take me as
3: as, you know,
1: you're the closest I've got to an expert here. When <laughs> when did the Gregorian calendar become a thing? I thought that was like still in the time of the Roman Empire oh yeah no it absolutely
3: was um so like there's a group of there's a group of of people who are old calendarists yeah and uh and that's their that's their jam i mean that's that's what they're that's what they're into
0: i think it had to do something with the calendar again i'm not i'm i'm not an authority on this but i'm pretty sure that's what happened i may be wrong like i said mind-blowing
3: they, look it up, spoke... folks.
0: Look it up, folks, and write in if I'm wrong. Tell me Did, that GM Matt, they... he's an idiot.
3: We would yeah. we would really love to learn the actual reason,
0: because <laughs> uh, right? no, we're okay. too
3: we're too lazy to like look things up on Wikipedia. Yeah, we got a we got a podcast.
1: When they write "old Christmas," does that mean that like do they put the e on the end of "old"? No, is it e old Christmas, or is it?
0: And I think it was on January 6th. It was on Epiphany. Well, that's
1: the thing. Is like
3: it you it basically is an epiphany celebration because uh, yeah. I think because of something some kind of calendar conflict with actual nativity but I don't know yeah any new
0: updates for our characters any new updates for any new upgrades talents
1: skill ranks I'm working on it right now as we speak because I'm a terrible, I
3: remembered today that I play a character named Raytheon Mistweave um, hey hey that's good <laughs> that's good I, we're gonna have a real good night tonight
1: yeah Makra's in the midst of shopping because he bought a new talent that allows him to wear heavy armor while also being a spellcaster
3: nice
1: without having to deal with any of the setbacks of doing so so i am you know partly talking and learning about old christmas and also learning about what kind of armor i could wear it's a real win-win situation for everybody
0: if we don't have any other player character updates, let's uh, let's do a um do we have an ad for
2: tonight?
3: Oh, no. we do. Oh, I'm. So scared. Oh no <laughs> you're, you're, you're making that sound <laughs> ominous.
2: <laughs> Hello, I'm Inger. I am the servant or former servant of the great Snow Lich of the north. Unfortunately, he'd made his soul phylactery out of a candle, and I did like to read my books at night, and so he (laughs) is gone. I need a great master of magics to lead me in my way. I can uh, carry things for you and go fetch whatever you want and cook and clean. And whoever's my master cannot kill me with any physical blow. So if you're mad, you can kick me, hit me, stab me a little bit, I guess. It's okay. It will even hurt me. Um, I'm not very good in cities, so I prefer a, a some kind of castle or a cavern. Or um, ruins are great. Ruins are the best for Ingor. Um, so just if you are looking for a servant, maybe you are a dabbling necromancer heading towards lich and need some advice. Um, if you're just a mean spirited buddy that that has his own dungeon, uh, Ingor is happy to to. Follow along. Just uh, give me a ring at any of the great uh, Leo's um, uh, 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 sound boards. Well, what do you call them? Message boards. Okay, message boards. And uh, Ingor will be there in a, in a flash. Um, I, I'm not very good at battle, though, but I'll do everything else. Ingor out.
3: Love it. <laughs> I have missed the ads so much. I really have. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic.
0: Last we left our heroes, they were celebrating opening up their shop and moving into their new home. During the celebration, they were attacked by a band of cultists they would later discover were called the Chosen. While a group handled the cultists who were attacking the Mage Academy, our heroes dispatched the cultists bent on burning down the Laughing Dragon Inn. They were able to capture one of the cultists, and after a bit of interrogation, they gained some information about their organization known as the Chosen. They discovered that they are a cult devoted to serving and bringing about the will of Lady Isla Thundershield, a lich that created Nightbringer. We pick back up with our heroes as they decide what they need to do before they leave for Vasthaven. Morty also talked about a... um a plan that he had uh, enacted or wanted to sort of go with. And y'all kind of kind of, I think sort of landed on not knowing a whole lot about the plan. We're going to skip forward a little bit if y'all are okay with that. And Mm I'm going to kind of update you guys on what, what's kind of been going on in three Oaks and let y'all decide what you kind of want to do and how you want to help out that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So we, we pick back up, uh, a few, I think, weeks later after the 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 battle in the Laughing Dragon Inn, where you guys defeated the the cultist, and Morty basically um, approached John and said, "It's it's pretty much time that we get uh, some better defenses, and uh, that the detachment of troops that the Queen was sending would not be enough." And so uh, y'all spoke with Afriel, and basically y'all have been working the past few weeks. However, y'all want to determine y'all have been working uh, to sort of ensure this new sort of line of defense. And basically what the the main part of that is, is that Afriel has woven a a, a about a 50 foot thick barrier around the forest, 100 foot to 300 feet deep within the forest, all the way around Three Oaks. And it's sort of kind of there's only two entrances at this point now. Um, there are troop positions at different spots, like the old road, the old royal road that doesn't get mute, much used now. Uh, there is a detachment there, and that that way is opened uh, periodically, like Afriel can open uh, different areas. But uh, the main two ways to get in and out of Three Oaks now is uh, by uh, the main gates. There are, however, it still is the river. You still could get in. By the river. Um, but Morty has ensured that there are troops sort of positioned at various places around the river and lake as well. Sort of lookouts, archers, that sort of thing. Um, also, Afriel sort of mentioned a little bit about how like she has some power within the waters, So she doesn't seem too concerned about any sort of threats coming from the waterways. And uh, with that, you've also spent some time reinforcing the gates as well. Uh, they are no longer just sort of wooden. Um, the town folk have sort of pulled together and and now y'all have it was well, well with the, the different uh, blacksmith and work workmen uh, tradesmen sort of in the in the town. And coming through with Three Oaks, they've they've been able to sort of reinforce those those gates, and now they're very sturdy, um, with some some extra weaponry uh, on them. So Three Oaks is pretty pretty secure at this point. There's not a lot to be sort of concerned about. Granted, if an army marched upon Three Oaks, it wouldn't mean much. But um, with this, this is going to make sure that nobody gets in without knowing they are getting in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys do during this, this, these few weeks? Are y'all just helping out with the defense efforts? Or are you doing any other side projects? Do y'all want to speak with anyone about anything in particular?
3: I mean, I, I would really like to, uh, to get Wraithian on, uh, on a, Bit of a project whereby he is recruiting local hunters to uh, to patrol the uh, the forest border.
0: Okay, in Three Oaks or outside of Three Oaks?
3: Within Three Oaks. Well, actually, actually, outside the barrier. Yeah.
0: Okay, sort of the fringe.
3: Yeah, of, to act as uh, as sort of like an advance guard or um or early warning system.
0: Kind of establish a like a ranger group
3: yeah, begin training in sort of a cadre of rangers,
0: all right. Uh, so how do you want to go about this? Are you going to go oh uh, well, tell me tell me a little bit more. Like, do you think Raytheon is going to be charming? Is he going to be trying to reason with these guys? Is he going to try and offer them some sort of reward or payout?
3: Um, I was thinking this would mostly be a um, like just sort of him. Operating out of a, uh,
0: I mean, I could see this as leadership. I could see it as survival. I could see it as negotiation. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I can do it as as
3: a as a survival thing um, because because he's not really trying to to recruit people to the cause so much as he's trying to recognize people with the requisite skills and just say, hey, uh, you're, everyone else sucks at this. Um, let's let's please. You know, I can't be everywhere. Would you like any help for, on this uh, project? Leo, I, I've i had an idea, and I, while I can handle the instruction once I get them there, I'm not very good at gathering people to a cause. I wondered if I might have your assistance in recruiting some of our local woodsmen to a uh, a course of training that oh. would get us a uh, get us sort of a core of rangers to guard the
5: forests oh it's much better okay yeah I, I i can help with that if you'd like do they have a common leadership like uh is there someone we can just go and talk to about or they, they're not really have okay nothing all right well you've been you've been hunting and gathering around town a lot you must know some of the leaders or some of the the most more respected hunters I know, th- I know the ones that sell in town, but I don't know if they're particularly well liked.
3: Leo, I'm not an organizer of men.
5: Oh, okay, okay. That's
3: always more of a task that my brother excelled at. All
5: right. Well, well, then let's ask. Uh, let's go ahead and ask Morty. This seems wise.
0: All right. So you guys talk to Morty, and uh, he basically says, like, um, he gives you a few leads to take most of them he says he basically says to you most of them right you're gonna have to find the wilderness like the ones that are most skilled are gonna be found sort of in the wild wherever you know they hunt that sort of thing um even even in winter like they take expeditions and stuff um some of them just live out in you know they're on their little areas and they hunt and they survive out there and they come to town very rarely um he doesn't know a whole lot he knows the ones that live in town that go out those will be easy so what he suggests is you kind of go around see if you can find as many as you can uh he kind of points you in a couple of different directions and um and says basically you know tell him to come to your guild hall and meet at a certain time and see if you guys can sort of pull them together he loves the idea basically says to you leo like once you get them there you, you know you pretty much you can just you know talk talk them and tell them what what's happening and just kind of lay down what's what the stakes are because uh, you know it does kind of affect what their their livelihood, um, what's going on. so Thank you, Morty. that makes
5: a lot of sense. We'll take care of that.
0: So let's do this. Uh, Raytheon, give me a uh, give me a three purple difficulty, a hard difficulty survival check
3: okay i will do that so that is one success two advantages on my get in here <laughs> oh, come over here um
0: all right so yeah you're Got able a to job for you <laughs> you're able to find most of the people that Morney talks about and um even two you get to find two of the like the really hard ones he was like yeah you're probably not gonna find this guy but yeah if you could it'd be really cool Uh, It'd be really good for the the cause. So you're able to find, you know, most everyone you're wanting to find, and you get to find two of the really skilled guys, and uh, they all sort of agree to come and hear you out. So Leo, as they gather, let's say you gather about, let's say you gather about fifteen. So make me a three purple social skill check, and tell me which what you want to make. How are you going to approach this? Are you going to charm them? Are you going to coerce them? Are you going to you know, sort of try and be a leader? Are you going to negotiate with them? How are you going to approach this?
5: Uh, because it's in their best interest, I'm going to attempt to negotiate that if you guys do this, you know your um, your livelihoods, your your future here will be protected. If you don't do this, then your access to town, to sale, to like the marketplace, everything like that, could be, I mean, destroyed by these by these groups.
0: Negotiation is is literally like I'll give you this for this. So what do you want to offer them as a shop owner and a Uh, could could I
3: could I assist in this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great start, but like you're not offering them you're basically telling them, hey, this is in your best interest. Okay. And if you don't help us, like this could happen and it could ruin like the economy, your way of life.
3: Yeah. That that sounds more like coercion, but Oh, it um, it would be
0: charm for me or leadership. I would be fine with that what but I'm gonna need something that you're gonna I have to offer them like
3: training from one of the foremost wood elf rangers of the of the realm yeah,
0: you're like, gonna have to offer them for free s- yeah, something in exchange training, maybe a discount, a job I don't know okay
3: I am I'm saying that we can make this make this a training opportunity for them they uh and if they're if they need a demonstration of such. Then uh then I'm willing to to offer offer that as well.
0: The fact that you were able to find some of these hard to find individuals, I think yeah. is sort of clout enough to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, there might be something there.
5: Olaf, I haven't seen you in years.
2: Ah, that's funny. I'm living right behind you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all right. I'm living right behind you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So training, anything else?
5: Um, I was thinking maybe preferential uh, treat, treatment and recruitment for the guild hall. If any of them are interested in that, we we definitely could use um, wilderness types.
0: All right. I'll tell you what. Uh, so three purple, uh, negotiation, mm-hmm. and throw on two boost die. Because I, I think both of those would be – basically, this is a new revenue opportunity as well that you're offering them.
5: Three purple, two blue. Three successes, two threat, and a triumph.
0: All right. Nice. uh, Yeah, they agree to do this. They agree to help out, to patrol. How do you want to use that triumph?
5: I want one of these explorers to be, like, really interested in the guild hall and it to be a particularly decent one.
0: All right. You want to gain an agent. Your your first agent. All right. Um, A few of them are okay with this. But they ask for some supplies because if they're going to take time away from their basically their job, they're kind of wanting to have some help with some supplies. So I'm going to say they ask for 500 silver. And what you're going to have is you're going to have three groups of five, basically ranger bands patrolling the outer forest area. Okay, got three Um, successes. We had 15 people. It's kind of how I was working it in my head. Each success would kind of dictate. how many groups you would have so three successes three groups about fifth about about five to about five in each group if they don't recruit more
5: okay uh, group funds are we okay spending that we have two thousand so this is a quarter of what we have left after the after everything and this is just group funds we use in general
3: i'm comfortable with that
5: yeah Yep. Yeah. all right so i spend 500 of group funds so y'all
0: were successful you've got three ranger groups uh, and you'll have a, a agent as well to, to join the guild.
3: Now, is this agent uh, agent's membership public knowledge, or is this a secret agent, man? Ooh, That is
5: up to you guys. Who are you? I've never met you before.
2: I've been living here
5: for 30 years. 30 years? I don't number well. I never get to talk to nobody. They just walk past. Don't even see me. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's all, Maybe it's all this... Boilage. I hide my my visage in. So,
0: Kachi and Macro, what are you guys? Um, how how are y'all
4: spending your time? So, I, I have two ideas. Um, tell me which one kind of sounds narratively better, I guess. But, uh, um, of course, I would probably consult, you know, Afriel on what's best to do. But the idea that first came to mind would be trying to do my best.
3: Do my duty. <laughs>
4: duty. Well, here's the thing. I was actually thinking about trying to do my best to set up uh um some basically watchers in the city. Uh like if I noticed anybody that's like really stealthy or whatever that I could maybe recruit them, at least for the time being, to have specialized posts to like look out and be on the watch. I actually in my head was thinking about some of the places where they're, you know, if I see uh 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 if i see leo um and Raytheon, you know working with them or whatever if they put setting one up within distance we'll like hit them with an acorn (laughs) or something you know um but the idea is they'd be in hiding and kind of looking okay
0: so like a network within the city Nah, i like that that's a that's a great idea that's a cool idea Yeah, yeah i love that and it would go along with the ranger stuff too
4: Mm-hmm. What I'm, what I might start out with is going to uh, Ruby's mom to ask her if she has anyone in her employ. That might be a good fit for that. Okay, I'm going to try to appear where she is around town at some point.
0: How about her and Ruby are having a a sort of a a mother daughter sort of stroll through town, the marketplace, and all of a sudden you just like pop up. Oh, oh goodness gracious catchy uh ruby doesn't is it face at all
2: oh hey catchy
4: (laughs) did you like that that's an example of my super stealthy sneaky ability yes you don't see me but i'm there i'm just wondering now if if i'm going to end up hiring all of you at some
0: point to be a part of my organization with all your skills
4: well, you are not the first lady, uh, or business owner to say the same thing. I'll put it that way. So, uh, how can we help you? Well, I had this idea. So in order to basically make sure there's a more protection here for what might be coming, uh, what if I trained a cadre of stealthy assassins um, that would hide off in the shadows around the city to be a kind of an early warning system or to make sure if anything happens in the city that we need to be aware of. Unseen, unheard of, but they are watching and waiting. Kind of creepy, but, you know, necessary. That is a great
0: idea, uh, Katjeet. And at that point, she looks at Ruby and Ruby goes, Rolls her eye goes, fine, I'll go, let's catch back up at Tom's. Don't be too long. And she sort of walks over to Tom's, and you hear Tom, hey, all right, all right. And uh, (laughs) she goes, all right. So I have a few that um, I could spare, probably about 5 to 10, maybe 12 to 15, depending on... Depending on their missions when they get back. So how about this? I will offer the position or this opportunity to them. They will probably be very eager since they all uh, would love to contribute to keeping Three Oaks safe. And it will be up to you to train them.
4: Sounds like sound like a deal. It almost is. I've got the counter proposal, which might be better. What if instead of fifteen, it's like you know. Three really pretty secret assassins that I could train. You'll call them, I don't know, Kachi's angels or something. Ah. Yes. And basically, if we have 15 people, you don't know who's the weak link there. If one of them get caught, they all get caught. But three, eh, they can hide out in this city, you know. Interesting.
0: Are you really trying for this, or are you just...
4: Kachi is totally trying for this.
0: Okay. Make me a charm
4: check.
3: Amazing. (laughs) Now, remember, Kachi. this may be difficult, <laughs> uh, difficult, mopping the floor difficult.
4: <laughs> and I totally won't be attracted to any of them. There, now it's a, a deception. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: well. Uh, I think what? a, I think you get a boost on this. I'm, I'm gonna be generous. Charm goes off of cool. Wow. You're lucky this cool is not one of her, uh. Her, her skill class skills so career skills
3: she's not she's so, not very cool uh
4: <laughs> I, I know you already gave me a a uh a boost for the coherence of my plan i guess but do i get any other bonus maybe just for the fact that i'm thinking she knows that i'm really good at stealthy to uh you know sort of stuff
0: i think one boost i, th- I think one boost is enough Okay. Uh, if you want to spend a story point, y'all have three. Uh, the difficulty is
4: going to be just three purple. I mean, I don't think this is this is by himself, so I wouldn't feel right spending everyone's story point.
5: Yeah, go, go ahead. We it's
3: it's it. everybody's it's everybody's story, man. I think you're fine.
4: Yeah, Leo's just gonna turn it back over. Okay, fine. So I spend a story point and one more time. What happens? I just upgrade one to yellow.
0: Yep, upgrade one of your greens to a yellow.
4: All right, one success, one threat. She goes, so let me get this straight. Instead of
0: a group of organized network of maybe up to 15 agents, you would rather have three assassins that are alone that just patrol the city.
4: Patrol and slink and observe and report. Okay. This does sound a little less... uh,
0: it sounds less uh, appealing, I guess. It's it's a little bit of a letdown. But I tell you what, I, I can give you two agents of that nature that are highly skilled, highly trained. Uh, that would probably be very well suited for this endeavor. And that's the threat. She looks at you. What do you say, Katji?
4: Okay, two skilled vixen assassins for my bidding around the city. Yes, that sounds good.
0: All right. Uh, I will go and make the arrangements. Um, they will probably um, report in to you or find you by the end of the day. Sounds good to me. Wonderful. Uh, I must be off um, with my daughter, if you're okay with that.
4: Uh, well, yes. Uh, I, I would. I would want to know, do they come with extra you know, like outfits for this if they're wearing anything crazy, you know. Goodbye, Kachi. Now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and uh, as she leaves, I think she can probably hear Kachi kind of muttering to himself, like, okay, I guess Dobby will have to be the, uh, or whatever the Grim Goblin's name is, he'll have to be the uh, third one here. You can't have two of Kachi's angels. That'd be silly. <laughs> All right. So,
0: uh, make me a. hmm, I'm thinking. Make me a average, skullduggery check.
4: An average is how many purple? Two purple. Here we go. Four successes and two advantages. All
0: right. So, uh, you they report to you. Uh, One of them is Miss Perchwood, uh, the Wraithian's associate. You kind of tell her she's kind of she's actually happy to see you. She's like, "Oh, hey, yeah." Uh, when uh, she says basically that when Eliza offered the opportunity, she did want to sort of pay it forward how you saved her and Raytheon's hide, even though they would have been able to get out of there. Fine. It just she likes paying things forward.
3: Not like uh, I owe you for anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, not like I owe you for. I don't even owe you for anything. Whatever. We, we're defined. Handle a vampire. Um, And another, uh, female assassin, uh, sort of agent, a lot less skilled than Miss Perchwood. And so how do you want to spend your, you you kind of, tell me, walk them through how you want to sort of set this up.
4: Okay. So, uh, uh, so there's Perch, there's Miss Perchwood and who's the other one? Uh, name inserted
5: here. Wait, are you talking about Miss Perchwood and the guy that's named, uh.
0: No, right. it was not a guy. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey.
5: Hey. How is this how's this tutu look on my, my thighs? <laughs> uh thighs. <laughs> Camilla.
0: There you go. Okay.
4: Agent Camilla Von Fleet. Okay. <laughs> uh and but, <laughs> does uh uh oh,
0: Nabi show up? Uh, I mean, Nobby's working the farm, so if you want to pull him off of the farm, that's fine, but he is not going to be good at this. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. He also likes farming. He's not stealthy. (laughs) He's not even a little. (laughs) I think he does have some stealth, if memory serves me right, in his stat block. Um, He's not going to be good at Skullduggery, though, being sort
4: of... I'm fine with that. duggery.
0: Do you want him to be a part of this?
4: Yes, uh, it'll all become clear shortly.
0: All right, he shows up. He's very unenthused about this. <laughs>
4: all right. Well, hello. It's very nice to meet you, Miss Perchwood and Miss Camilla. Uh, by the way, is Camilla your first name or your last name? First. First. Okay. So we ha- wait. Is Miss Perchwood your first name or last name?
0: Last. Okay. My name is Camilla. You don't need to know my last name.
4: In fact, I don't even need to know your first name. I think that for this secret organization, we're going to need to do the traditional method, which is give you two some code names. All right. You're going to be. uh, And what does Miss Perchwood look like?
0: Uh, She goes, my name is Twilight. That's my agent name for Eliza. Let's just keep it. Keep it the same. Lest I have to remember.
4: Okay, Miss Twilight. And what uh, what is what
0: does she look like? I don't remember how I described her. Uh, Tall, slender, brunette. Very athletic, built. Camilla is a little slimmer, a smaller. She's a she's a redheaded uh fireball, real stocky.
4: All right. So I guess we're going to go with Twilight for you and any preference, Camilla?
0: She just shrugs her shoulders.
4: We're gonna go with a creative one. How about we call you red?
0: She rolls her eyes and goes, Great. Like I've never had that one before. <laughs>
4: Well, it was since the other one chose Twilight. It was basically that or like dusk. Uh, so, you Nobby know. goes me, 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 me. Uh, Greeny. No. Why? What would you want to be called, Nobby? Nobby.
0: Uh, he's just he just he's so disappointed.
4: <laughs> I think we're going to call him Mumbles. There you go. Okay, so here's the plan. Basically, we're going to find outposts around the city, great places for you to post up and secretly observe the surroundings to see if there's any threats or anything that needs to be found out pretty toot-swit quick around here. Uh, We're going to have our linked communications. I'm going to hand down uh, uh, a couple of stones of speaking or whatever we're using. And I'll be like, our good friend Mumbles over here. Uh, is going to be our go-between. And from time to time, when we summon Kachi's angels, y'all will appear to get mission details from Nabi here, who will give them to you directly, if I'm not present. You know. All right. That sounds great. Let's go find some outposts in. Let's go around and let's find try to find some super secret places we can post up around town. And that's what I would do. I would take them around town. we look for a good place to post up, because I know one thing, and that's stealth
0: okay so uh, with four successes two advantages um you find i think uh i'd say four spots around town where would you like to have those places be
4: given the threat what what area do you think we're no actually given the city what are probably the most likely areas i know actually forget all that i would ask afriel uh (laughs) i'd be like yo yo girl what's up uh uh, so for Katya's uh, angels, we're looking for two great places to observe if there's any threats around the city. You know this city better than anyone else. Where are some great places to put my girls?
0: I think with the vantage, uh, they give you—you get—you find one in the trees, a really good overlook on the northern gate to the city, um, in the high up in the trees, so that nobody's going to see. it. If you're up there, not even the guards could see you. Um, I think there. In the south, I'll tell you what, I'll give you another one in the south, because uh, it sounds like the Royal Road is pretty well guarded. Uh, the southern gate, there's another one there. I find really good uh, sort of, and it's, the benefit is you get to overlook sort of the 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 lake exit, sort of where the lake becomes a river again, and the the city gate or the town gate and then you find uh one in town and then another one sort of off sort of near the the lake near the docks so you're kind of covered on the two entrances the lake and uh the 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 marketplace that you guys can can kind of uh they can patrol i like this plan so we've got an outward network of rangers and an in town network of assassins or well, two assassins and a goblin and a Kachi. Makra, what would you like to be doing?
1: I think I'm going to piggyback off of Kachi's moment there a little bit. When Ruby steps away, um, I'm going to say she encounters Makra, and I would like to look into sort of reinforcing any of the magical disp- um, defenses if I can.
0: All right. Uh, she goes, oh, hey, 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 Tom. Uh, hey, hey, Makra. Fancy hey. beating y'all here. Just trying to do some shopping. Ooh, I like that. That's, that's nice. Is that dragon scale?
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, uh, there's a, there's a couple options that I'm looking at here. There's a, there's the red one. There's the white one. There's, there's some others that I've been looking at with different.
5: Oh, god that's, those are cod pieces over there. The armor's over here. No, don't, I don't worry know what about
1: that. Don't don't worry about them. They they I don't, don't usually know what
0: they're those are just hood rats.
1: But, no, there's there's uh, you know there's some options. There's there's even some obsidian scale mail I've got my eye on as a possibility. Oh ooh. yeah
0: Well, you know, he's always got the best deals in town, I always say. And he goes, hey, yes, my girl, Hey.
1: yeah. My my only concern about Tom is that it almost seems as though he can be in multiple places places at once it just doesn't make a lot of sense hey what
0: what how'd you know i mean uh hey man hey hey listen i just get around old tom gets around what can i say hey sometimes i'm here sometimes i'm there sometimes i'm i'm never everywhere (laughs) hey
3: all right all right (laughs) why does tom sound like my dad's best friend
5: your dad's friends with mcconaughey (laughs) <laughs> no, but he's he's <laughs> friends with a guy who's real close. <laughs> Anything else on your mind, Makra? I mean you seem well, kind of yeah, you and, seem
0: like you're yeah, I mean, you're looking at armor, but then you stop and you like look around and sort of drift off into a, a, a daze.
1: Well, you know how it is for us magically aligned folks. We're always, always prone to the the ether and the like that is permeating the air. Ah, uh, yes, yes. You know, the, the city is a bustle with preparing its defenses and the like, and I know that Morty has suitably uh, fortified the magical defenses, but I, you know what they say about assuming, and I I do wonder if there's anything I could do to help reinforce some of those spells and defenses. Would you happen to know anything about them? Yeah, I mean,
0: they always could use reinforcing. Um, hmm. He I mean, would sh- want
1: to step on his toes, of course.
0: No, he would. He always likes help from y'all, especially um, recently. I mean, he's just been swamped. I did hear that he was going to try a new warding spell for his sanctum.
1: She kind of says that a little quieter. Um, that sounds like a very strange sort of thing to have a sanctum.
0: Well, I mean, he created it for to protect Afriel, and
1: you know, he he keeps.
0: Things that, like, are really important down there, like your amulet, everybody else's little items, that sort of thing. Um, So you might can help out with that. Or uh, I guess you could talk to Zeku. He said he was going to be doing something at the temple maybe later, but he didn't really say what that was. So that is um, vague enough for me to be interested. Okay. (laughs) 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 Love it. Yeah, I mean... Go up and talk to Zaku. I mean, he he's he's kind of odd, but he's a good guy. I mean, you know, he's he's a he's a dark elf. So they just they're kind of loners, especially in the world of humans. So he always needs friends,
1: I think. That's what I always say as a bit of a loner myself, I can understand that. Would you like to come along or are you otherwise engaged? She like
0: sighs and just has this frustration. I would love. You are to. You're welcome to say no. I, mean, I have to say no because today is the day we plan for mom and daughter time. So I have to say no. Uh, you get to say no. I. You're right. I get to say no. Enjoy your there's, time. Your there's always, always time to chant uh, something new, as mom always says, and there's not always time to be with family,
1: as Morty always says. So. I can I can attest to that reality.
0: Okay, all right. Well, hey, have fun with Zeku. Tell me all about it. All right, so do you head off to Zeku? Yes. All right. Uh, you, after talking with Tom, you head off over to uh, Zeku, uh, the temple. And uh, he is uh, kind of getting some things sort of situated with the... Um, with some some other priests that have kind of come on uh to help out with the the sort of daily daily rituals and services and that stuff um and you know just the daily workings of of running a, a temple managing a temple filling, filling the candles
1: and all that such yeah you know
0: all, all that sort of stuff you, you you approach him I guess you catch a moment and uh he he notices you're kind of Standing, I assume you're standing off sort of the side, just waiting for an opportunity. I,
1: I do that thing that people do at church when they <laughs> want to talk to the pastor. We like hover just on the <laughs> edge of sight. Just yeah, just, on just the... linger. <laughs> for no reason at all, I'm sure. Until until they until Zeku finds the opportunity to like I make my presence known and I just kind of wait for him to be in a place to be ready to be distracted. And I observe and try to take stock of what's going on too of
0: course but. okay uh he notices and i uh, sort of kind of you know gets the the his his <laughs> workers to kind of take their task and go along you know come on let's, let's get about it and uh he he notices you've been standing there and he uh comes over and goes uh, yes i believe you are M- makra i believe that's your name we yes, didn't indeed. really get to meet um I was told about you, but we didn't get really get to meet. Uh, I was sort of unconscious and half, half out of, uh, out of, out of it when, when you arrived
1: to town and, uh, and then we were suddenly whisked away on some other adventure. Yes. Yes. Those were interesting times.
0: So how can I help you today?
1: Uh, you actually took the words out of my mouth. I was here to offer my services to you, and I understand you were... Let's see, how did Ruby put it? She didn't quite say you were up to something, but she made it imply that you were performing (laughs) some kind of a task. (laughs) She didn't seem to know many of the details, but I wanted to offer my assistance, assuming, of course, that you will need it, and that it is in service to the greater good for this city.
0: I would welcome the help. I've been told by her, and
1: Uh, by Morty
0: of your skills uh, with connecting with the divine. Uh, We are preparing for a ritual to call upon uh, the power of a few of the gods to uh, bring about a stronger protection to this city. We believe, I have spoken with Morty, that we can amplify possibly the sanctuary stone's benefits while we may have to decrease its scope. We can amplify its power, if that makes any sense at all. We are busy preparing for a ritual to call upon a few of the gods to bless and endow the Sanctuary Stone with greater power, uh, but a lesser scope in its power. And we will probably... uh, take it well it's already at the uh the mage academy so that is probably where we will uh, leave it for the time being would you like to help in this endeavor absolutely Uh, very well all right Uh, if you are ready we will head that way and um we will meet with morty
1: please lead the way
0: Alright, so you guys uh, make your way there. You guys head down into the inner sanctum of uh, Afriel.
1: You uh,
0: Ezekiel, um is given the sanctuary stone. A few of the priests accompany you guys as well. And uh, you guys begin to perform a ritual. He sort of instructs you your part, hands you sort of a scroll uh, that you will be reading. So make me a Three purple, difficulty a hard, uh, divine check. Now you will have a boost uh, since you have a scroll. He is giving you explicit instruction on how to do this, but also a setback because this is definitely something you have never done, and uh, it, it's very intricate. So three purple, a boost, and a, a black.
1: All right, um, I'm going to go ahead and use my strength of faith ability. Oh my! Nice. Once per session, my character may use this talent to add success equal to the ranks in discipline and advantage equal to the ranks in willpower to the results of their next divine skill check they make during this turn. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm assuming that the, even though this isn't a combat encounter, you're still open to me using it.
0: Um, is it is it with divine? Oh, it just yeah. says
1: divine skill check.
0: Yeah, that's fine. But I'm fine with my, that.
1: My my only hesitation was where it's talked about to make during this turn, which the the aspect uh, of turns implies combat. But... No,
0: that's fine. Wait, that that'll be fine. Uh but I will I wanna do a a side note. I did say that I would let Gavin use his ability. So Gavin if you if Leo would like to use his his human ability, ready for anything.
5: Leo, Leo wakes up early <laughs> in the morning, makes <laughs> himself Turkish coffee and just starts in the gym. It's like man, I'm gonna be today's gonna be a good day. Hear that, Raytheon? Today's going to be a good day. Hear that, Mokra? You're going to crush it today. Katy, <laughs> you just, you do you. Good day. <laughs> um, yes, ready for anything. You get to flip that.
0: I'll let you do the honors. You can flip the story point. Now, Mokra, if you would like to use a story point along
1: with this, you have three at your disposal. I think I will be okay. All right. So this this check, you said three purple, one blue, one black. And I'm also rolling four yellow with and just added in four success and four advantage. Woo. So. I think I think the worst that a purple die can come up with is one failure. I think it's two. Are there twos? Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's not exactly a guaranteed, but it's pretty darn close. I was going to say it's it's pretty close. That is seven successes and one advantage. Jeez. (laughs) He didn't quite get that triumph in there, but. (laughs) (laughs) He chanted the heck out of this this spell. (laughs) Yeah. You get to your part and you just like
0: white light just erupts from the scroll as you begin to read it. Turn so, into a super uh, saiyan momentarily. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> your your <laughs> voice begins to echo and boom in the chamber. <laughs> Stones and dust begin to rattle and fall. <laughs> the light from the sanctuary stone begins to brighten intense, so intense that it begins to blind your eyes. Everyone else is able to finish and complete their portion of it. And it does, uh, when it's done, uh, the stone is smoking slightly, uh, but there is a brighter uh, aura around it, and they gently place it back inside uh, Afriel's well. Zaku comes over and shakes your hand and goes, thank you, friend. Your participation was a blessing
5: today. Please, the blessing was mine. He
0: bows, and you guys head back out.
5: So Leo gets super shredded in the, uh, the training room yeah two ranks of tough two ranks of toughens so that's uh four more uh uh, four more uh wounds threshold i did not realize it was ranked so i just never took it
0: oh so is leo actually buying
5: yeah yeah i went and bought those oh okay yeah um yeah, I didn't just, oh, I didn't just give myself wound threshold. I was and like, wait, what's going on I here? found a sword down a ditch that's uh, a <laughs> instant killer. Of...
0: Well, I was like, the training room isn't for that. <laughs> How Leo's used, yeah. That uh, um, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so um, what is what is Leo's wound threshold now? 19. Jeez, what
5: a juggernaut. You were yeah. you were taking me down like two hits. Last, last couple of fights. Yeah, magic magic is pretty deadly. Beyond that, Leo is uh Leo did find a uh a bundle of a um, hundred silver worth of uh pelts in, in one of his one of his deep pockets. <laughs> deep pockets. And he's going back to his uh his merchant roots and is trying to just go ahead and offload those onto some people that want some fine pelts. Okay. Uh
0: make me a uh, negotiation check. Uh just two purple. And you guys have got good reputation, so throw on a boost dime.
5: Mm. Wow, that's a really bad purple roll, Leo. But Leo's a natural at this; he truly is. So, as a, as a natural at this, I rolled my negotiation a second time and got five successes in one triumph. Oh my goodness! You
0: sell them for five hundred silver, and how you want to spend your triumph?
5: During the the sales and the haggling back and forth, someone uses some bartering with me to get some. And I uh, kind of haggle them back and forth to receive an item of the GM's choice.
1: Oh,
0: um, okay, all right. A special item, you say? Yes. How about you roll a D one hundred for me? I got a
5: one. The lowest possible number.
0: Again, they're not ranked. They're they're random. Yeah, but on
3: on on D one hundred list, it's not ranked. So, yeah, it's yeah. not.
0: It's not ranked. You've uh, he pulls out this. Miniature chest, uh, and then like touches it and it opens its mouth and it is a tiny miniature tame mimic. Uh, and he goes, Look, <laughs> and he places a, a coin inside of the mimic and it just immediately just snaps down on the money and goes, nom 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 he goes, be careful, it's bite the bite. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you. And he, he hands it to you.
3: Uh-huh.
5: And anything i should know about it? It's a mimic. Bye. I don't, do I need like not get it wet or something? Oh, okay. Bye. Don't feed it after
3: midnight. Uh.
5: Enjoy your enjoy your bow. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Uh,
0: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, all right. Anything else?
5: Um, Leo will just continue spending time with uh, the Marigold family <laughs> as. as welcome as being welcome continues to persist gotcha all
0: right so uh yeah uh, morty uh sort of arrives at your home late one evening and uh uh you guys i obviously you know you know welcoming him he comes in he goes, oh thank you thank you miss leo might i have some of that wonderful coffee of yours so we oh. sit down on this cold winter night
3: yes it's
0: very good it? that,
5: you know i'll keep you up right Oh, it's all right.
0: I have right. a remedy for that if if I can't go to sleep. It's alcohol, isn't it? And no, it's a, he like touches his nose and goes, Oh, it's an old old wizard's remedy. <laughs> alcohol, <laughs> got it. Uh, here you go. Uh, he goes, Oh, thank you. There's a wind. Oh, just cutting through the bones tonight. So I wanted to come and speak to you. It seems that we've finished all the, the defenses, and now as we talked uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I received word this evening from Messenger that the council is ready to meet uh, in a few days. It will be at Haven, uh, arriving within the, the week, and we are requested to be there as well. Are all of your affairs in order? He looks around. Ruby's there. Nobby's there, but like half asleep. Tune on some like sassafras
5: route I believe our our guild is and shops are set up about as well as we can have them set up before our trip good
0: I'm gonna ask you again if if you would like to know my plan um uh, well it here's the question I'm gonna leave it up to y'all you've done the unthinkable, Of gathering these shards and safekeeping them during this time. We can either leave them here or we can take them with us. Each has its own dangers and consequences. But if we take them with us, I do have a plan set in motion to give us a little extra ease of mind. I don't believe you. All right, would you like to know the the, que- the, the plan, then,
5: before you make the decision. Oh, I mean, I, I do believe you. I just mean that that was a pretty rough, rough trip coming here. Um, But, yeah, yeah, uh, go ahead and just tell us your plan in case we can bounce some ideas off of you or make it better. Well, the plan was to
0: uh, transmutate the, um, the shards into something different and to hide them either in plain sight as trinkets that each of you wore That way, they are not all of my person, because I believe that if we do take them there, they will believe that I will have them upon my persons. I, while I am capable of handling any threat, I do not believe that it is safe that I keep all of them. So, There are four shards that you have, and we could disguise them easily and say keep them and give them each to one of you.
1: Hmm. Is there a reason why we should, if we, if there's an option to leave them here or take them with us, then could we divide them? And then if something were to happen either way, we're not putting all our eggs
5: in one basket? Uh, I will say, Mark, if we leave any here, the town is more vulnerable to attack while we're gone. And whatever enemy's been tracking them, um, probably on the council, probably... A risk for us probably is able to divine where they are at all times, like like how we are tracking us. Well, that's so, we would be I would be able to safeguard from that.
0: They would just automatically assume they're on me, is what I'm saying. And there's also the idea of actually putting something on me that where they could, if they did cast a spell, they would be drawn to me anyway, which I kind of like that idea.
5: Uh, does this have a chance of like turning us all like you know, like freezing us all in place and while well, a bad guy just takes them off our person, there is always a danger in in
0: carrying these shards. No matter what kind of incantation or protection spell that I put upon them, while you may not feel the f- effects explicitly directly, you will be influenced subtly. Eventually, the longer you hold them, they will weigh upon you. That is the danger, along with them being our planned being discovered and them being confiscated. So, we could, as Makra said, leave two here, leave, take two with us. I don't know how the council would feel about that. It might be seen as a good sign of faith, yet some are going to be frustrated either way if we don't bring them all, which I'm fine with that. Those are probably... Individuals that we need to be most wary of if they are frustrated and agitated by the fact that they can't have access to those blades,
5: those shards. Is there any uh, risk of scarlet fever or wraithing going all dark up on us? Yes, that's that is
0: well, not necessarily the violet fever unless you used it as a weapon or were uh, it was used upon you, uh, but the influence of it, yes, is is definitely a possibility of of any one of you uh, as you carry it. That is what I was saying about its influence. What I have learned over the many years of studying is that the more shards together, the greater its influence. Mm. So the greater danger we are going to be stepping into if we take them with us. But if we leave them here, there is the other danger. They are here. We are not here. And you have to trust in the defenses that we have amassed and set up.
4: We could always transform them into rings and, you know, enchant them to, you know, over time make us into, like, shadowy, wraith-like beings and stuff, you know. That sound like a good idea? I heard a
0: story about that once. It was very bad for those individuals. I heard that there was another ring that sort of ruled over all of the others. It was not very good.
3: I held them all together uh, in the shadows.
5: Yes. Uh, Morty, can, can you fly? Of course, I'm a wizard. I you fool! Fly. <laughs> well, I mean, we can. The thing, the thing we have to remember is, we can actually fly there now with the the, the carpet we made. Yes, you may. So it, the travel will be a lot safer. So, guys, do we make sure the town is entirely protected by taking all the what, the shards, or do we split them up, as Marco said? At the end of the day, it would
4: probably be best if we took them with us because if they're going to get them off a person. At this point, I think that, uh, you know, they probably would be able to overcome the city no matter what we do. I'll
5: say this, guys. I feel like the best plan is Marcos, to split them up. I'd say, out of my love for the city, I wish to take the shards.
3: What if we left one shard here?
5: I, I think even one shard, it was worth them attacking.
3: Well, the thought is that it would be a distraction for their main forces. We have trained some able people. I think it may be time to trust the city to care for itself in our absence.
4: I think of it this way. If they're going to be taken, it'd be better if there was some sort of central hold, a bastion that we could go back to. And if we leave a shard there, that bastion will probably
1: be rubble. You all make very valid points. I don't know that there are any right answers, but I would similarly say we may as well take them all with us. I'm open either way. I will of course assent to the
3: decision of the group. <sighs> From a tactical standpoint, I would I would argue that it is possible drawing them off of us could accomplish our goal faster, but if you think that protecting the city is worth a little bit of extra trouble, well, I like a little extra trouble to be honest.
5: Morty uh four shadowy cop pieces, please.
0: No, thank you. First off, I cannot make that and continue serving Afriel. Secondly, I do not want
3: your measurements. But, But I have them right here.
5: Hot pieces are perfectly legitimate pieces of armor. And fashionable. Yes, I have three. What you do in your private time is up to you, Leo. It is valuable to protect the goods from horse damage and sword damage.
3: This is true. It's not even a joke. It also has a medical <laughs> function.
5: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, it, we all are in agreement. And he looks around. Uh, Ruby nods and goes, Yep, they read my mind. And he goes, All right, so what items would you like for me to cre- uh, translate?
4: Hmm, how about the other poopers?
3: I'm not going to do that.
4: Oh, come on. They got to be like, you know really really into what they do if
1: they're going to take them from us then how about a ring on a necklace classy
3: that sounds fine to me i was going to suggest nipple rings next but that sounds fine you all are the
1: worst (laughs) ruby
3: goes yeah y'all are weird no no think about it they're very difficult to take off Barter bell? Who's the
4: Noah dancer named Nipple Rings? <laughs> <laughs>
3: named that? So
0: I'm just gonna go and make what Makra said. All right, good night, gentlemen. Pack your bags. We <laughs> leave tomorrow morning.
5: Oh, the, uh, the milk was not sour, right? It was fine. Okay, good. I'm glad lizard milk works. Lizard milk? <laughs> yes.
3: Do they even have? Never mind.
5: Yes, ask Tom all about it. You imbecile.
0: Tom is a liar sometimes.
5: (laughs) Oh, this is just normal milk. I paid a premium. (laughs) I paid a premium.
0: Ruby just goes, ah, the good old lizard milk gag. Got him again, Tom. A classic (laughs) in Three Oaks. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Oh.
2: content of this podcast
0: remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast, the Genesis Role-Playing Game, Genesis Logan, and Ronald property of Vanessa Flight Games. Any content used in Genesis Foundry belongs to their attractive owners. The Hilarious Setting and Setting Book is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast.